but it's not easy because we have subconscious programmings because we have choice. And ultimately what gets you past that to consistently choose better, do better, grow, evolve, learn, expand, keep showing up regardless is the purpose, the vision that you are walking forward with. Welcome to the Riley June Show. I'm your host, Riley June, international intuition coach and spiritual activator. This podcast is designed for the souls who are ready to dive into what spirituality, consciousness, and healing truly is like. Here you will find the conversations and insight most spiritual teachers aren't willing to have. Why? Because we pull back the curtain on what truly takes place as you move through your healing journey, the duality of the light and the dark, and the role ethics and integrity undeniably play in your ascension experience. I have had the pleasure of working with tens of thousands of people, from clients, stories shared through messenger chats, and others in the industry to know exactly what this journey will look like for you. These episodes will share conversations of industry leaders bridging the gap to the new paradigm of reality and individuals sharing their heart through their soul's journey they've been through and what they've learned along the way. So if you're ready to go deep, unlock truth, and activate into the blueprint of you, this is going to be a space you're not going to want to miss out every Monday. Are you ready? Let's activate. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another session. Today, I really want to dig into imposter syndrome at every level of your spiritual entrepreneur growth and journey. First, I want to start with my story. I'm going to share a bit of some Align and Ascend Mastermind client testimonies as well. And I really want to dig into this topic to ultimately just show you that you're not alone and that if anyone's trying to tell you that this goes away, that they're just straight up lying because it doesn't. Okay. You just learn how to manage it and walk with it in much different ways. So first I really want to dig into this topic specifically because oftentimes when I work with spiritual entrepreneurs, whether they're just getting started or they're in that space where they really want to accelerate their growth, their development, their skill sets, the abundance that they get to bring into their lives, there is this fear that comes up, whether it be rooted in a fear of success, whether it be rooted in a fear of not being able to do or follow through with what they say that they, or they're promising, whether it be a fear of just truly not being enough, like that one, no matter what they do, it's just not going to work for them. Now we can go into all of the past conditioning surrounding where those thoughts and those um, energy signatures are coming from. But ultimately what I really want to focus on today is truly supporting you in knowing that one, this doesn't go away. And two, there are ways to manage this. And before we dig in, I want to share a testimony of one of my clients, Carissa Johnson, and her experience with working with me with intuitive and spiritual and self-business development. It is in this work that you truly are able to rise, to succeed, to thrive in whatever those definitions are for you. In this case, Carissa Johnson is running and is the founder of a women's um, business and personal development brand, the Freedom Designers, and her experience of what takes place 
as she applies this work and where she's at today compared to where she was before is absolutely life-changing. So I'm going to turn that over to her and then we're going to dive into this imposter syndrome and really get clear on what you can do and what this looks like in your spiritual business. Hello, my name is Carissa Johnson and I'm a business coach and owner of Design Your Freedom, a spiritual personal development and women's empowerment coaching company that's helping women create businesses that are impact-driven, financially free without sacrificing their wellness. And I wanna talk with you really quickly about working with Riley June. She has literally changed my life. And when I say literally changed my life, I mean not only just my life, but my business, my relationships, my connection with myself, everything involved. I came to her at the end of, I think, November 2019. I was very confused. I was going through a really difficult time in my life. I knew that I was meant for something more. I knew that something was pulling for me to understand myself and my spirituality, my connection better. And immediately upon talking to her and having sessions with her, with her mediumship and her intuitive abilities, I knew that she was going to be the woman to change my life. And she absolutely has been that. And from working with her, I have been able to understand that My entire life, I thought I was anxious, I thought I was depressed, and I actually had these really strong intuitive and psychic abilities, and she helped me uncover that. And through our work together, and through the just the way that she's been coaching and teaching me, she has helped me just really strengthen these gifts. And with that, I have been able to connect with my clients deeper. I have been able to make decisions better. I trust myself more, which is the most important thing that you could possibly have in your entire life. It's helped me make more money because my clients are repeating and they wanna work with me again, and they're giving me referrals and recommendations. It has been absolutely incredible. I get tears in my eyes thinking about what this work with Riley has done for my life and the trajectory of my life and what I'm here to do on this world. And so I know that if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you may want to understand your psychic abilities, mediumship, or just intuition better, you need to do it. There's, if you feel a pull, you have to trust yourself and Riley will help you trust yourself. She'll help you make a really empowered decision and she will help you craft and strengthen these really beautiful spiritual gifts that we all have. And it's going to help you radically change your life, your business and your relationships. And it will, it'll just be the best investment you've ever made. So if you feel like you want to work with Riley and you can trust that if you can dig deep and you can listen to that inner voice that's leading you to there, I promise you, you will not regret it. So when I got started on my journey, I had no idea what I was doing. I found this doctor telling my family we were going to go home and we got to heal now from all the trauma that took place with my husband's surgery. And I didn't even know what that word meant. I knew what it meant physically. You break a knee, you heal it. You break something in your body, you heal it. Okay. It takes time but I never really understood the concept of it. And through diving into personal development podcasts, just listening to people share their stories of tragedy and trauma and how they turned that mission, that method, that experience into something so far greater than themselves. I realized that maybe everything that had taken place for me for me, not to me, big difference was leading me down a bigger path that I couldn't possibly imagine or see in that moment. And my husband had a deck of Oracle cards. And so I just started showing up online and reading cards of guidance for people, even using the book. Now, coincidentally, though, nothing is a coincidence. Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, divine in divine timing. (laughs) I also was accepted into a certified psychic mediumship 
training program. And I never knew that I could do it. I never thought I'd do anything with it. Ultimately, I just wanted to be able to connect with my aunt who had passed. So there was all these random events, random events that were taking place with air quotations around them that I wasn't able to see the bigger picture. I wasn't able to see how all of these parts and pieces were going to inevitably come together. And as I showed up online, having literally no idea what I was doing, just so enthralled with the idea of intuition that we're all doing everything backwards in the, uh, the fact that these cards were getting pulled and things were just making sense and lining up and working out that I just wanted to share that with other people too. It was bringing me healing and validation to know that I was turning around and supporting other people and they were getting big breakthroughs or the advice that they needed or the guidance that they needed. And that it was just something that was working. Now, inevitably, I decided to start charging when people started to offer to pay me and I didn't feel worthy of being paid for those services. So I picked like okay, you know, a super short grocery trip looks like 30 bucks. And at that time we were surviving off of both of our parents because Phil needed full-time care and I couldn't go to work. We lived an hour and a half away from everyone else. We didn't have the money to get assistance. And so I got to stay home and thank God we had the family support that we needed to be able to do that. And I know that that's not necessarily everybody's case when they're going through circumstances or situations that are challenging and trying. And arguably both of our parents weren't even necessarily in financial positions to do that either, but they just wanted us to at least be able to have a roof over our heads. And that was what they focused on. And so I would think to myself, well, okay, you know, formula is 30 bucks and, you know, a a super short grocery trip, even if it's just like bread and milk and and cheese and like hot dogs, like I can get what I need for $30. So if I did like two sessions (laughs) a week. I could cover that and we'd be good to go. And so I picked the absolute bare minimum to justify getting paid so that I could also equally support my family in this way. And it was hard. It is hard when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's hard when you're starting to do something where you're positioning yourself because you are positioning yourself as an expert or an authority in some way. And then to put a price tag on that when you're already working through all of the conditionings of the subconscious mind that are coming up that says, who are you to do this? What are you doing? You're going to fail. People are going to hate you. You're going to get the worst reviews and so on and so forth. That imposter syndrome evolved. Let's talk about it in that way. That evolved. Eventually, I realized that through the testimonies, through the feedback, through what people were then tipping me on top of the $30 I was charging, that this was something that was needed in this world. And so I just kept going. I didn't just keep going because of the money that it was bringing in, but I did also keep going because of the money it was bringing in. I also kept going because I realized that I had started something that I was either going to need to shut down and close the doors or that I was going to continue to pursue and learn and grow and develop both in my skill set, my mindset, and my ability to understand what it is that this whole running a business online even is. And that's scary. That's hard. And that's challenging. And it's not supposed to be easy because if it was easy, just like it's easy for you to pick the salad over the Cheerios or the oat milk over the dairy milk, um, at the grocery store, you would do it. Essentially. That's the idea. 
but it's not easy because we have subconscious programmings because we have choice. And ultimately what gets you past that to consistently choose better, do better, grow, evolve, learn, expand, keep showing up regardless is the purpose, the vision that you are walking forward with. I realized that in showing up consistently, that one, I was going to have to dedicate my time, no more TV at night, dedicate my time to learning, to binging on the podcast around money and sales and coaching and spiritual development and taking all the free masterclasses that I could get in. And yes, that required sacrifice. Yes, there was times on beautiful, nice days where I wasn't out running in the yard with my family. Yes, there was times when I was up late and still to this day are where I'm up till 12 or one o'clock at night because I have something pouring in that I want to work on. Sometimes I didn't want to work on it, but I had created a promissory or I had a vision of something that I wanted to come true. And so I kept showing up for it. Anyways, there was even times in the beginning where there were breaks where I could go back to work. And so I would pick up those shifts. And so then it was finding a balance a couple times a week to go out to back to the city to go to work an hour and a half away and come home and still fulfill the promises of showing up for my online business. Even if it was doing one thing that day, your work is wildly needed in this world, but do not underestimate the importance of consistency and showing up regardless of how you feel in that moment. You're not always going to feel excited about what you're doing. Sometimes you're actually going to feel overwhelmed that you have clients in that day, or there's going to be a nervousness when you start booking people into your calendar. Nobody talks about this. You're booking people into your calendar. And all of a sudden the pressure is on because now you've got to show up and prove what you've done because they paid you for your work. Great. Show up. And if it doesn't go your way, that's why you have terms and policies and disclaimers to protect and support both you and your business and your clients as well, your client's interest, your client's mentality, right? These things are not talked about. These things are not often even taught or acknowledged. It's very much this land of airy, fairy, beautiful rainbows, making all this money, helping all these people. And if you're watching this video on YouTube, you can see all the actions that go with this. And I'm not saying this to scare you off from doing it. Okay. Anything you do is going to require you to go through the exact same mental framework The only difference is there's so much more purpose in doing it for yourself versus having someone constantly telling you what to do for the rest of your life, dictating how much you get paid. And for me, that was a huge thing that I went back and forth with is I'm either going to pursue this because I've clearly been granted the time to do it. I can't go back to work essentially other than when I can squeeze it in. Sometimes once a week, sometimes there was a couple weeks where I didn't go without doing anything. I found a catering job. Connections are everything. I had um, connections with friends who they're, they were really close family friends with a catering company who always was needing like one-off support. So it worked out so perfectly for me, right? This is why it's also important to make friends <laughs> and to keep relationships up. And that doesn't mean you have to constantly be checking in with people, just genuinely care about how they're doing because one day maybe you might be able to call in a favor or need to call in a favor. And this was one of those cases. 
That also applies to the entrepreneurship world, right? Making connections is your wealth. It is truly everything. But going back to this imposter syndrome, there came a point where I was finally excited about what I was doing. I felt confident in my skills. I had the protection behind me, both legally and ethically, meaning that I was also developing the framework of understanding how to hold space for people emotionally and mentally and being able to observe their behaviors to help guide them in the conversations and in the readings. Okay. That's also something that's not often talked about. And I've done a couple episodes on this. So I'm not going to spend much time here, but when you're supporting people with your intuition, It's not about you being the conduit for the yes answers or the good messages or the advice. And yes, that's a benefit to it. And it's beautiful to have that experience with people. But sometimes you're going to go into readings where that person's financial future doesn't feel the greatest. And it is not your responsibility to tell them that. But it is also your responsibility not to lie. So how can you then, when you feel something coming up financially, and I'm going to give an example of this, and and this can apply in any area, relationships, health, so on and so forth. When you feel something coming up for your clients financially, that's of that pit sinking feeling in your stomach. So it's not this enlightened, excited, joyful, radiant experience coming up. What are you doing and are you equipped with the knowledge to be able to guide them then through that guidance? It could even be pulled in the tarot deck or the Oracle cards. That's all about restructuring. Do you have the language? Have you had the training to be able to one, read the body language of your client to understand where their resistance is coming in? Because remember, you're not a therapist. So you don't want to push people beyond their boundaries either, because that can get you into a world of legal trouble as well. Secondly, do you know how to hold space for them emotionally Whether it's good news or whether it's bad news that's coming up, I'll give you an example. I was doing a reading for someone once and I felt like this person was going to have a really big financial hiccup. The words hiccup came in. I saw dollars just like raining from the pockets and I knew that this was going to be essentially uh, uh, a loss. And so for this person specifically, I knew going into it where their frame of mind was with money. If you're working with clients who are strangers, you've never had a conversation before, you don't know their frame of mind around that topic. You're feeling this this lack of or negative energy that's coming up within it. So in that space, I'll, I'll give you an example for both sides. So this one, I knew where their frame of mind was at. So I could understand that if I was going to deliver this message, honestly, that there was going to require an element of self accountability. So I shared the message that in the cards, it even confirmed that there was going to be a whole restructuring that was required around finances. And so I shared with them that there's it feels like there's going to be this financial hiccup, like something's going to take place. And though it may be very temporary, it's going to feel very challenging in the moment. And I feel like it could almost tailspin you into what seems like an extreme hardship. However, understand that if that is to be the case, if not when, but if that you get to come back to knowing that 
you have financial security in your life. You have a job in place that pays for you. You have a savings that you can dip into as an emergency. That's literally what it is there for. Look at what you do have versus what's happening. And it might require you to restructure not only financially, but mentally. And again, reaffirming, I feel like this is very temporary. So if it comes up, know that there is a really beautiful light on the other side. What happened? This person ended up having a, um, how do I say the word? catastrophic thing happened to their house didn't burn down or anything but there was tons and tons of damage cost lots and lots of money and at the same time this uh their spouse had been laid off of the contract work that he was doing and so in that moment there was this catastrophic hiccup this massive financial hiccup But what supported them was knowing that one, there was a light on the other side and two, that they were going to have to accountably restructure and focus on what they did have. They made a whole bunch of life adjustments and they were able to come out on the other side with so much more clarity, so much more structure and so much more financial support because they then went and got the financial support versus feeling super overwhelmed and just like not doing anything. She already knew going into this potential event, what was going to be required of her. Now that is good news for advice that doesn't seem very well or very good in the moment, right? Nobody wants to hear those things happen. Um, I'm getting so many incredible messages coming in about a live event that we're going to be putting on, which I'm going to share a bit about at the end. Okay. So secondly, the message of not knowing the background of your client's mental and emotional state going into a message. I realized very quickly doing mediumship readings that you're not delivering messages from loved ones. I mean, okay, arguably you are, But ultimately what you're doing is you're holding space for grief because you have no idea what you're going to say, what the spirit's going to come through and share that's going to then trigger an emotional reaction that's not usually always positive um, or could then equally tailspin a whole line of regret of that person now because something came through that you are sharing. This is why a big reason why I chose to step away from mediumship work. Um, One, because I turned to Jesus and really brought my heart and my soul and my life and my work to unifying myself with that energy. And so in working with Christ consciousness, I was then required, though as challenging as it was, I am a rebel at heart. I didn't want to follow things to a T. I didn't want to unify myself with a message or with an authority, essentially, But I understood that if I was going to go all in with this, I had to do so based on the structure and the um, instructions of what is literally written in that book. And it has changed my life in so many ways. But I also understand that when it comes to, to those who don't follow Christ, who don't follow God, who don't follow Jesus, and you do offer those sessions, you have to be equipped with understanding how to one- support your clients through an emotional scale and to be able to support them in the accountability, not the answers, the accountability of their thoughts and their actions beyond that session. 
And this was something in the beginning, I had no idea how to do, but I realized very, very quickly. So I once had this client come to me and it was something to do with the relationship with their mom. And it was super toxic relationship and they, they struggled their whole life with it. And they didn't want to carry this burden anymore, but they also didn't want to give their mom this forgiveness either. And the thing about the resistance within that, the cards were showing that there was this whole theme around forgiveness in relationships. And I intuitively felt that it had to do with a female. And I just said a mother wound and right away, the arms crossed and the shoulders hunched and they pulled themselves back. And I could see physically that there was a lot of resistance. Now, Why your training is so important is because in those moments, do you know what to do to help to get that client to drop their shoulders and cross their arms and lean back in with an open heart? Because in that moment, they have closed themselves off. They do not want to hear what you are about to say, because they have already decided in their mind that what you have said is not something that they need to do, right? So how do you help them shift and reframe that experience? So what I did, and thank God at this point that I had been doing cognitive behavioral training and emotional training to understand how to support this client specifically, was we just opened up a conversation. I shared experiences in my life or um, experiences of other people that I knew without using names, confidentiality is key. By sharing with her how forgiveness actually set me free. And I resonated with her in not wanting to give that person forgiveness. Now, I haven't had that experience with my own mother, but there are women in my life from my past that I didn't want to give that forgiveness to. And instead, I could relay the message of how much energy and tension that person was holding on to, because if she went on her Facebook, let's say without knowing anything else about her background, and this person looks happy, they're not going on about their life worried about how much forgiveness that your care or lack of forgiveness that you're carrying with them. They're living out their lives. Right. And in that moment, there was still that resistance. Well, I hope she can feel it. I send her bad vibes all the time. I'm constantly praying that she gets what she deserves, right? Like very malicious. And so now I knew I needed to walk her through the emotional scale. I got to walk her through the self-reflection of, okay, let's look at how that frame of mind may actually in fact be uh, creating limitations in other areas of your life. Her answer was, well, what do you mean? I said, well, when we do one thing in one area, we are always likely carrying it over in other areas. We're just unaware of the connection. So let's, you know, see how this could be connected. Are you open to that? Are you open to that permission? I always ask permission. And she said, okay, as if there wasn't going to be any, and that's fine. Right. And so what I did was I walked her through my five basic reflections that I teach in the align and ascend mastermind for spiritual entrepreneurs energy healers, coaches, medium psychics, all the things and helped her to see how this resentment that she was carrying was affecting her ability to trust other females, how, uh, the desire to have more female support in her life was lacking based on this framework of mentality and how it had influenced even her finances and her relationship with her spouse. Okay. And so it was in that moment that she got to then have the ahas. 
because I wasn't just telling her you have a mother wound and this lack of forgiveness you're carrying on is poisoning your life. It was, let's look at, if you're open to it, how this might be influencing other areas. And even in the resistance, I was able to get her up from a place of anger to a place of neutrality, to a place of openness where she could then see that it's not about, it's not about this mother wound anymore. It's actually about the cause and effect of what she's curating in her own life. Right. And that moment was a huge breakthrough for me because it realized that I needed to upgrade what I was teaching and what I was sharing. I had found a unique spot in an industry that could really use my help. And when I realized that the imposter syndrome set in and I sat there, who am I to teach other people to do what they're doing better? Who am I to take this stand on social media and claim all these, who am I, who am I, who am I? Ugh, this is gross. It was hard. It was challenging. It was uncomfortable. And it took me almost two full years to actually fully make the leap and say, Hey guys, here it is. I'm going all in. (laughs) I still struggled with merging fully into the identity that I wanted to embody into this niche, if you will, that I wanted to embody. You don't have to niche down in your industry right away. You don't, you can be as general as you want, but understand the more general you are, the more you're really truly talking to no one because a confused client is also a lost client or customer, right? So you're going to feel that imposter syndrome and you're still probably going to drag it out because there's parts of you that get to be healed and worked through before you finally are ready to just fully immerse within this. And if you haven't already listened to some of my announcements on Instagram or in the Facebook groups, I'm just fully going all in on turning this podcast into a spiritual entrepreneurship development um, experience, meaning that I help spiritual entrepreneurs make the impact and experience the prosperity that they desire through community building. Because if you don't have a community in your business, you're ultimately just selling to nobody. And that's something that I've learned time and time again, through all different types of marketing and sales consults that I've ever gone through and trained through, um, that that is ultimately the key. And whether that's two people or one person, or you're literally starting at zero, or you have hundreds, or you have thousands in your community right now, it's still going to come back to the same thing. And that imposter syndrome does not go away, but the beauty is that you get to walk with it in a different way. So let's wrap this episode up. I want to give you a tool that you can support yourself in taking that action anyways. When imposter syndrome kicks in, you get to stop. Yes, this will be hard to interrupt that mind frame immediately. Dr. Joe Dispenza is a really great example of this. If you've ever read any of his work, he ended up in a severe car accident that made him paraplegic. Quote me if I'm wrong. Um, but he ended up paralyzed from the waist down. So I think that's paraplegic. And what he did was he knew that the body regenerated its own cells so that there was a chance that he could, with his thoughts, change the experience that was happening in his body. And so for six months, when he was on bed rest, all he would do was sit in that bed and he would interrupt his thoughts. 
And sometimes this would take him days. Sometimes this would take him hours, but inevitably because of his consistency and the fact that he had very limited distractions around him, he could not walk or move. He sat there for six months reprogramming his brain, which inevitably reprogrammed his body, which now he is fully walking around and has been for many years. My point is that what you can do when imposter syndrome kicks in, oh, I have all these other tasks, so I'll get to this eventually. I really want to do this thing, but... I don't know if I'm worthy. I don't know if I know enough. I hear this often. I'm not shaming anyone. I don't know if I know enough to do this. That's why the Align in the Sin Mastermind exists. <laughs> Shameless plug, right? It's literally to train you on all the faucets between running a business and the skill set and the energy mindset work because you really need that trifecta to be able to not only be successful in what you do, but really walk in a different way with your fears and the unknown. Because ultimately, you're always in foreign territory when you're doing things on your own, right? That's just how it works. Eventually, you are confident in what you do. And sometimes that imposter syndrome comes up. I made the announcement three days ago. And even though I've had more clarity around my messaging, around my work, around my support than I have ever had in four and a half years, there's still parts of me that's like, oh man, should I really be saying that? Like, that's pretty bold. Who am I to do that? So I pause and I breathe. And I reframe. And even when this morning, as a prime example, I woke up and normally what I'll do is I'll go on my phone to look at my Bible app and I'll get the passage for the day and I'll sit and I'll reflect with it and I'll sit with the prayer and I'll just thank God for all of his guidance and I'll thank Jesus for all of his healing and all of his wisdom and the grace to continue to walk with them in my heart with my intentions in check. And just the ability to continue to support people across the world. And for whatever is in my way that is not supporting me to bring it to the forefront of my mind so that I can clear it out of the way now, which means that this morning after that passage, I went on Instagram and I started scrolling and comparison. I just set in and I probably spent a good hour and a half this morning feeling so full of anxiety. I'm not where I should be. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to do this pivot in the middle of like a crazy time. I have four months until I deliver a baby to pivot my business four months out from pregnancy, where I will be taking a minimum of two months off following is absolutely ludicrous. However, I can't deny this calling anymore. And I get to trust and surrender in my faith that it does work out. And so after that whole hour and a half of basically having a fit in my head and in my energy and in my body, and just like being so irritated and annoyed, both with my, mostly with myself, I stopped and I breathed and I reframed and the stress lifted and my head cleared and I spent some time outside And I threw on some Christian music and I thanked God and focused on gratitude for all the things. It started with the dishwasher. It's where I started reframing. I was taking things out of the dishwasher and I was like, why am I throwing this pity party for myself? What if it crashes and burns? What are we going to do? We'll figure it out. We always have, and we have so many miracles and testimonies to prove this. Why wouldn't I just follow this guidance in my heart? How amazing. Okay. 
Thank you, God, for the water in this dishwasher to clean all these dishes. Thank you for all the meals that these dishes held and that nourished our bodies. Thank you for the lights that are on in this kitchen to provide us with power to do our laundry, to do the dishes, to have this beautiful home that we now live in, that we get to raise our family in. Thank you for the minimal amounts of work that we now have to do this survivalism that we have broken through. And I just went on this tangent of gratitude and I shifted my energy so incredibly that by the time I was ready to show up for my coaching call this morning, I was so fired up. If I wouldn't have put those tools into practice, I would have come into that session feeling very limited, limited in my ability to serve, limited in my ability to support, limited in my ability to even like attentively listen to my client. Imposter syndrome does not go away, but it does help you to understand and humble yourself in the fact that you're doing something bold and very likely brave. And that's important. And you get to see it that way. I don't know who needed to hear this, but I'm getting all the throat chakra things coming up. So the Align and Ascend Mastermind kicks off July 5th. If you get in before the 20th of June, you are going to be able to join us live for Jillian Murphy's sales coaching call to support you spiritual entrepreneurs in truly being able to learn the balance of being humble in the impact you get to serve as well as making money in your business because you get to live in the paradigm of both. You really, truly do. Um, One other thing, there is going to be a sip in social tentatively on July 21st. If you are local to Edmonton and area, this is for all female entrepreneurs, whether you're a small business owner, a nail tech, a spiritual entrepreneur, you want to get into healing. You are in healing. This is going to be an event for you. So me, one of my great friends, Kimberly and Stacy as well are coming together to put this event on so that we can start networking in person. The three of us decided that we're sick and tired of watching everyone in the States have these really incredible events and we can't go to them. So we decided since there's literally none in Edmonton, we're just going to put them on. So stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram. It's where all the details are going to drop. I'll probably announce it in the podcast as well. So you can stake your tickets. It's not up yet. We're going to book the date um, indefinitely. And then we're going to make sure to get you guys all the things right away. So those should be finalized within the next couple of days. All right. I'm going to turn this over to the Alliance and Mastermind. If you're a spiritual entrepreneur who's looking to upgrade your skills, Build that foundational understanding in your mind, body, and energy to support your clients and make that impact and run a wildly successful business doing this work. Then the alignment and mastermind is for you. It is literally the gold mine that all spiritual entrepreneurs deserve to be in. It talks about your legal premises, your marketing, your sales strategies, running an actually actual organized business, something that is wildly overlooked until you're overwhelmed. So let's not overwhelm ourselves and just get organized from right from where you are as well as the skill sets, because you truly do get to support your clients in even the ways that I've laid out in this episode. All right. I love you. We will chat soon. Don't forget to find the magic in today.
Before you go, I would love and appreciate so much if you could take a moment of your time to leave a five-star review. It helps me to be able to get this message out to so many more in the world. And I am so truly thankful that you choose this place to be every single week. Until next time, don't forget to find the magic in today.